0: Tonight, it's the first elimination on NXT. Which rookie diva is going home? Plus, just once Caitlyn, you just step it up. Vicky Guerrero takes on Caitlyn in a wrestling match. I am the pro and you are nothing. WWE NXT, tonight. The future is now.
1: welcome back to another episode of half k nxt your boy primo nando
0: and larry 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 that's it that's it (laughs) no clever rhyme no clever retort straight to the point like a boat going to a port (laughs) Ooh, yeah like portland ah wrong
1: episode i know i
0: was
1: like uh too bad it wasn't the next episode
0: yeah we're back
1: (laughs) just skip this whole entire episode (laughs) all right (sighs) well welcome back to another episode we are still in the midst of nxt season three Welcome back to another episode And this is going to be a very exciting episode Because we are in Elimination Week So Ugh. I believe after four episodes Now we are uh, going through the first elimination Yeah, it's it's been interesting And if this is your first time listening Thank you, thank you But <laughs> if you want to kind of catch up on how we got here Definitely tune in tune into the first few episodes of Season 3 Yes But yeah, I'm actually looking forward to this one because this one is also the first episode on the mm. WWE.com, or as as we're calling it, the... Um, what did we end up calling it, this era? The,
0: the interactive era, I think we are calling it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So, last week's episode was actually the very last televised episode of NXT. And yeah, in our 10-year um, anniversary special, we had mentioned that they wouldn't go back until... I believe 2017 yes 2017 for a one night special on USA so yeah it's been pretty crazy and this is going to be a somewhat historic episode as well just because it is the first interactive episode Mm -hmm. of NXT cool so I I think we're going to jump into it because there's a yeah there's a lot to cover in this episode since this is the very first elimination as well so this episode is technically nXt number thirty three. It is on October fifth, two thousand and ten from the Landon Arena in Topeka, Kansas. yeah, so Kansas. oh, yeah, I um I forgot this was actually uh, a pretty good crowd from what I remember because last week's episode i I forgot to mention that I think the crowd was a little little dead in that episode. but when I remember watching this one, I was like, oh wow. like, the audience in uh, Topeka was really on their game, so definitely wanted to give a shout out to Kansas. <laughs> I
0: almost thought it was like extra audience noise pumped into the <laughs> to the episode, but I was like, wait a minute, no, yeah. you guys are actually engaged. Yeah, yeah, that's why it kind of threw me off guard and I was
1: thinking, oh, good job. So I'm pretty sure they'll, uh, they'll come back here in future episodes for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cool. So we start off with the uh, video recap of last week's episode. And, yeah, they're kind of mentioning that tonight there will be a first elimination. And they also kind of recap the rivalry between Vicky Guerrero and Caitlyn. They actually have a the first time ever, I believe, they have a female voiceover recapping this feud. And it's pretty short, but I think it was pretty effective. And it'll definitely go into my production score later on. <laughs> Who the heck was uh, the voice? I have no clue. <laughs> oh, man, because
0: I was like, what's that?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was just a... uh Outsource voice. Kind of like how they had the movie voice guy. Like mm, okay. He wasn't a regular. He was just probably outsourced to to do those voiceovers. Nice. But uh, yeah, I, I think it worked well, especially with the concept of the season. We get our first segment here, which is the usual diva uh, rookie diva introductions alongside with a challenge. And as I mentioned before, yeah, this is the first time they are exclusively on WWE.com. And Striker introduces the rookies. It was uh I don't know I tried to look this up and I don't know if you had any other insight. Josh had mentioned that when Naomi was coming out during her entrance, that Naomi was asked to drop a verse on Little Wayne's latest album. <laughs> so I looked it up, and at this time he came out with "I am not a human," and I looked everywhere on Wiki on like the Wiki page for it, but I didn't see Naomi or Trinity mentioned on it. So I don't know if it was just a joke. I think it was all lies. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And just a, a little insert fabrication. K faved it over us there yeah i think that's uh the full k and half k <laughs> I think yeah because i i have no idea either i sat there what and i did the same thing i googled that yeah i googled it, it, it just <laughs> i don't know i didn't find them yeah me too so i think it was just playing up since i
1: know they've been hyping her up as having uh rap skills so mm-hmm. i think yeah you're right
0: i think they were just kind of half k-ing us here at this what's point. her real name like trinity mccrary mm-hmm. mccrary yeah, I was looking especially for that. Just didn't see nothing. Yeah, so all
1: lies, <laughs> yeah. just like the promise of Wade Barrett's theme song. <laughs> still waiting. Still waiting. We're still waiting, man. Uh, yeah. So after that, uh, Stryker mentions that AJ is still currently in the lead with three challenge victories. So there is an there is an opportunity where one of the other rookies can catch up to her and and tie up the score here. So they also mentioned that Maxine and Oksana are in, in the most danger of elimination because they have yet to win a challenge. Tonight's episode has a bull riding challenge, and the rules are pretty simple here, where the lady who lasts the longest on the bull actually wins the challenge. But before they start, Stryker asks the future Hall of Famers, the Bella Twins, to <laughs> demonstrate how it's done. and uh, <laughs> But Stryker then delivers a the line after they kind of demonstrate how to you know hold on to the bull he says like that was the Bella twins doing it cowgirl style and i was like ooh, that's uh like, risky that's not uh very pg there <laughs> risky <laughs> did you uh have any scores here or did you just want to go into the uh times
0: for- we're just going to the times uh i mean i think they're really just kind of sitting there holding on for their life so i it didn't want to like legit we're like they were just
1: trying to hold on that thing is hard
0: yeah like <laughs> i've done it yeah it's hard man so like Props it in. Mm -hmm. Naomi
1: is up first and she sets the time at 12.5. And I mean, there's not much to analyze here. The, uh, the next girl is Oksana and she actually sets a new time at Mm 17.9. I will say she did a really good job of holding on when she started to slip off. Yeah so it started speeding it usually started speeding up at the 10 second mark and she fell but she was still able to like hold on to the side of it you know like spider monkey yes <laughs> uh it's funny here because the the horns come off like when she's trying to hold on and striker mentions it and josh tries to analyze the same points but then michael cole makes fun of him by you know saying like i just said that i just said that i just Mm. said so they're already like kind of bickering with each other at the beginning of this show
0: maxine you're up next maxine yet to win a competition right yes maxine has not won a competition yet maxine like the black widow of nxt maybe a kiss for good luck to lucky the bull on your mark. <laughs> get set. Go. Let's see how Maxine does here on this ride. Oh, you're right? Okay. She still won't win a competition.
1: Next we have AJ, and before she goes, she does a handshake with Caitlin. And then the commentators get on them by saying, like, they do this every week, even though this is like the first time that they've ever done it i know right like yeah. what, what are
0: you guys seeing that
1: we're not yeah uh i was i was thinking yeah i've this is the first time they've done <laughs> so aj gets on and i thought it was kind of cute that she was wearing a very kurt angle cowboyish hat <laughs> when uh kurt angle used to do the funny jimmy crag corn when yeah, i don't yeah, care yeah. <laughs> so very uh very cowboy-esque at that point Cole sarcastically says that oh man this show just keeps getting better and better each week (laughs) so they're already um oh Michael digging onto the show so yeah AJ only lasts uh 9.6 seconds Jamie is up next and doesn't hold on as long either at uh, a 10.9 then Maxine kind of gets roughly the same time at uh 9.8 and Oh, I, I should say Maxine, my bad. Uh, Maxine falls at 9.8, and I mm. think she probably fell the hardest because she <laughs> kind of, like, fell face first, but at the velocity that she was going on to. Like, she got, like, flung into the wall a little bit. Yeah, even Stryker had to check so, on Are her. you okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but, yeah. And that's that, bruised, but butter ego.
1: <laughs> but at that point then yeah uh caitlin actually or i should say caitlin is last and she only lasts 10 seconds as well during her ride cole was actually asking uh where's the where's the bullhorns and josh says well it's not a real bull and then cole quickly remarks uh well this isn't really a real show anyways <laughs> i was like "Dale, they are really too quick man it's Yeah, too oh, quick oh yeah cole was like super smarky during this whole episode so it definitely keeps going <laughs> (laughs) But yeah, with that, then Oksana actually picks up her first victory or challenge victory by setting the pace at 17.9. So yeah, I mean, it was a um, it was a pretty basic challenge where there wasn't too much to analyze here. Uh, so after that we go to commercial break and this is I think a raw recap that I totally forgot about and totally forgot about this whole storyline so they kind of recap this is when we had Ted DiBiase jr. on raw and I totally forgot that he was paired up with the miss the the future mrs. miz uh maurice yeah. yeah I totally forgot about this pairing of DiBiase jr. and maurice during this part they show that goldust is already in the ring and then they kind of show us the raw recap some vignettes that were playing throughout the weeks were someone stalking mm-hmm. Dibiase junior and it, yeah it ended up just being goldust so he attacks Dibiase junior and just steals the million dollar title and there's no real explanation for it yet <laughs> so he just kind of just stole it from him but they uh they don't really pick up on like why he actually does that <laughs> goldfinger goldfinger <laughs> So the first matchup, yeah, we have Oksana going up against Maxine at the very beginning of the match. Max, uh, Oksana actually gets gains risk control to start off the match. Mm. So this is the part that we were kind of talking about before the uh, the before we started recording that she throws Maxine into the corner. And after that, she tries to attempt a snap mirror, mm-hmm. but uh it goes pretty badly when she literally plants maxine right on her face and it looked really really scary and even the commentators kind of jumped about like how hard she got planted on the it was
0: like a wake-up because you're watching the matches like all right yeah what we're doing here snapmare Oh, okay bam oh snapmare cutter was good yeah yeah i didn't know you had that in your arsenal Man, i don't think maxine knew either no, i'm sure she <laughs> did
1: but you had mentioned that that was uh what's his face's move before yeah
0: uh who was doing that um i know what uh what's his name uh adam rose was doing it for a oh, little okay. bit the yeah. snapmare cutter yeah uh man who else had it the miz no no somebody I think- else had a snapmare cutter too yeah is gonna come to me yeah but
1: either way she hits it but it was not really
0: (laughs) what she wanted to intend to
1: hit but i mean it looked good if she was trying to go for it but it looked really bad if she wasn't going for it but thankfully maxine was okay at at that Mm -hmm. point she ate that one yeah (laughs) so maxine uh, recovers and uh, after the pin attempt and then she actually hits a really nice neck breaker. I, I, mm-hmm. I gave her some props there. There was a good there was a good couple of uh clothesline sequence by Oksana afterwards and then Maxine counters it with a clothesline of her own. So, yeah, she
0: gave her one of them uh Bray
1: Wyatt turnaround clotheslines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looked actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. And even then Oksana sold it pretty well at that point. So yeah, in, in that closing sequence when uh she tries to pin her after the nice clothesline. Oksana actually, yeah, just reverses it into a small package and gets the win at 155.
0: And look at Oksana. Ooh, kick right to the side of the head. And Oksana again Got into the cover. Got her to the leg and a kick out of two. Ooh, what a close line by Maxine. What a physical match. You heard that. Oh, look at this. Uh, look at this. Oksana. Got her. Hey. Oksana with
1: a great counter. So I think it was pretty decent other than, you know, the kind hmm. of mishap at the very beginning of the match. I thought they worked pretty well together. And yeah, especially during the clothesline sequence, I I, I can definitely tell that they were
0: really trying out there at that point. Yeah, that, that was a solid spot that they're running, like clothesline, get up, clothesline, get up, clothesline, get up. And I think she did something else after that, like mm-hmm. maybe like a scoop slam or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Classic. Yeah. Classic spot.
1: So, yeah, kind of the thing we were mentioning a couple of weeks ago where... You can definitely tell that Oksana as green as she
0: is, she's definitely really trying at Mm -hmm. that point. Yeah. You can see the effort in her movements and just like kind of get everything right. And then it's like, I'm looking at the, the, the snapmare again in my mind and I'm like, who went wrong there? It's not like she really pulled her that hard to go to her face. I think maybe Maxine blew that one. Yeah.
1: I think just kind of revisiting it. I think she was, Trying to actually go for the snapmare and I believe Maxine just wasn't aware like what maybe
0: she was thinking faceplant
1: yeah exactly I think she probably just didn't know what how to kind of roll into what she thought was going to be a faceplant mm-hmm. or just mistimed it but uh, it looked really rough but I th- I think thankfully she didn't seem like she got injured from it so maybe it, it just looked bad on paper but nothing really happened at that point didn't hurt anything but her ego yes. <laughs> 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 but uh so after the match then we get a uh or actually actually i should say after the match then we cut to josh and cole and they kind of go into like a more serious tone at this point because they <laughs> give us our weekly raw rebound slash nexus update <laughs> so yeah. the recap here is that john cena actually <laughs> lost his match and he now actually has to join the nexus and i forgot so I forgot that this was actually because of our boys, Michael McGillicuddy and the former <laughs> Universal Champion Husky Harris. <laughs> but so I forgot that that's how Cena, be, you know, got into the Nexus. I it's
0: so good.
1: I, yeah, yeah. I I forgot that. I I always thought it was just, just some shenanigans between the actual current nexus members mm-hmm. but i forgot it was actually mcgillicuddy and uh husky harris at the time that it is beautiful yeah that cost them a match this is on raw of course so the nexus give john cena the trademark nexus wristband and cena has to take take off his c nation one
0: <laughs> <laughs> i remember watching this back in the day too mm-hmm. and it's like what let's see i was this is 10 years ago yeah like 24 mm-hmm. of course this is the corniest thing i've ever seen in my life at this point mm-hmm. but now watching the retrospect is great yeah yeah yeah. And it's like oh my god no cena don't please and they show the kids like all oh having yeah. a fit. Boo. It's actually really good yeah the the editing on this promo is really good especially
1: uh, capturing the the kids reactions and just the general audience of like they were really
0: invested in this whole storyline between nexus and uh cena I was I mean I was invested how any like young male probably was at the time like I was really rooting for the Nexus to like do something. Yeah. I was really hoping that Wade Barrett was going to win something more than the Intercontinental title. I think that he just never did. Yeah, I think
1: with this it's uh it makes sense that they go after John Cena who's the prime guy at this point. Mm-hmm. But I think it would have been cool and of, of course this is what people have analyzed post Nexus is that it would have been cool if they actually just started a storyline between like another person that they had faced at SummerSlam that year, but before John Cena and then after a while then build up to John
0: Cena. Yeah, I mean, I it work is, up to Cena. Like, I mean, it's I guess it was the easiest for them to make the most impact by going after the top dude. Yeah. yeah. Like on the first, you know, kind of go. But still, it's like, man, there's there's really no there's no upside i mean there's an upside to it but there's no there's no coming back from that you can't just like beat up john cena yeah, yeah and yeah. then just like run roughshod over everybody like of course like cena has to crush them somehow like, yeah so we never really got to see exactly what the, the the nexus was all about unfortunately
1: yeah yeah but at least at this point yeah they were <laughs> somewhat relevant where yeah john cena and michael tarver actually have to team up later that night against The awesome team of Mark Henry and Evan Bourne. Such a random (laughs) name. Yeah, Cena actually ends up costing them the the match because he attacks Michael Tarver after the match. And then the anonymous GM has to remind John Cena that he has to listen to every order that Wade Barrett gives him or else John Cena will, will be fired. So later that night, Barrett tells him that he needs him to help him win the battle royale mm-hmm. and then those two men actually end up being the last two and yeah john cena just elim- eliminates himself based on uh what barrett had told him earlier barrett's orders yes and same thing really good production shot here of uh as cena's just walking away close up on the kids just like not believing it and mm-hmm. like the the other Members of the WWE universe in shock,
0: even though it wasn't that big of a deal. It say. really wasn't like when, like I remember watching it back in the day. It was kind of like, all right, yeah. But like now, you get like now that you don't have the the show to go off of, and you just kind of have to go by these like memories. It's like, oh man, it's so epic. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> it was it wasn't really that big of a deal. It, it really wasn't. Like, all right, whatever. It is. Yeah, it's fine.
1: After that, we go to commercial break. And when we come back, we go to the next Diva challenge, which
0: is the talent show. Yes. <laughs> now, I believe the only real instruction that was given here was that they were going to showcase their talents for the WWE Universe. And the judges were going to judge, the judges being WWE Universe. And then we get to
1: going. But uh, before before you get into it, I um I wanted to kind of uh, bring this up where this is the first time that in uh, in this episode that my day job meets my side job with this podcast, because someone forgot to QA this episode <laughs> where if I don't know if you got this, but on mine, I literally had it where. Once they came back from commercial break, we had Goldus and Oksana in the ring again. Oh, well, you ring, know, I ring. thought that that was just uh, just
0: my like because the internet was kind of going out. No, so dude. I thought it was just that. So I was like, oh, I have to skip this. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, I looked
1: at the episode snippet and it said fifty three minutes. I'm like, wow, this is a long episode. But now I know why. So I manually had to go in there and adjust the time that they because they literally repeated the last. Three segments, yeah, all over again, uh. and then finally, we came to this uh talent show and i was just thinking wow like uh i can't believe someone messed this up the first time and they it's been there for the last what six years now (laughs) since the the network has gone up oh man i definitely thought that that was just me (laughs) no so you can literally go back to it now and check out the episode and they literally repeat that whole the the last three segments which is about 15 minutes
0: long all over again (laughs) yeah dude because i looked away and i was like sitting there i said what yeah what's gold does doing back in there yeah, yeah, yeah. and i was like no i have that no, nah, we passed this i know what's coming next yeah i <laughs> have this and what's next is the rookie diva challenge <laughs> talent show that it was not <laughs> i
1: thought i i thought i got into some weird time vortex like just a time loop at that
0: point nope nope it was just like you said bad qa and shame on you WWE employees, <laughs> you guys definitely need QA. Come holler at your boy. Yes. Um. But so, I'll
1: let you take it over now we're, that we're back aw, in ter- the current time. Oh, terrible.
0: <laughs> yep. We're going to kick it over to this talent show. And uh, we got it started off with Oksana, mm-hmm. who said that her talent was push-ups. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And she got down. Oh, my God. But then she like balanced on her hands. And took her legs and, like, put her legs, like, kind of over her elbow. So she kind of like a crab. It Yeah. It was was like a crab push-up. It was like, whoa, that's actually quite amazing. I thought she was going to start doing the
1: Bray Wyatt kind of, like, crawl thing. But then when she started doing the push-ups, I was like, wow, that's
0: uh, really impressive. No, that was really cool. I thought she was just going to get down there and Scott Steiner some Mm push-ups. But no, she did some crab push-ups. I mean, I didn't want to score them because I kind of thought that these were, like, honest like talent. So I didn't mm-hmm. want to like judge these girls. Yeah, yeah. But it that was dope. If I was gonna judge it, I'd give that a five. The 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 crowd also popped huge for
1: that once she yeah, actually once got Once they
0: like realized what was going on, it's like, oh man, that's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was great. Uh good job, Oksana. It's like Oksana's like improving. Like you could mm-hmm. see it in just everything. Like, you know, her confidence in doing that was up. Oh yeah, um, you know, in the ring outside of the super snap mirror, like the match was cool. <laughs> that's, that's officially what we're going to call her, super snap mirror baby. I sure was watching that match, thinking like, "What are you guys finishers?" Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. And then next we got Naomi up, and she rapped. Mm-hmm. Should we? Uh, we got like a a, a a revisit to when um, Kaval was there, and he rapped. Yeah. But Naomi could spit. Yeah. So like, you know, she went up there and she actually had like a pretty solid delivery, and like I you know, if I was gonna grade that too, give it a five. A very crucial competition for you, names. What's your talent? Names. Just listen. What the okay. Names. I felt like doing something fun tonight. So I figure, what better place to do it than right here in Topeka? Yeah. Thank you Naomi. She went up there and did her thing. It was dope. It was probably like a solid when it seemed like it was longer than a 16. So mm-hmm. maybe maybe like 24 32. Maybe 24 bars, I think. Yeah. Um up next we got AJ and Flexibility, mm-hmm. which kind of like made a lot of sense given the way that she uh kind of ragdolls around when she uh Yeah, yeah. bumps, but uh she did some really cool like Kicks and splits, some Melina splits there. Yeah, she did her best. Like, they should have just played Melina's music. I know, and let her just do the whole Eminem thing. <laughs> <laughs> I might just upload that on our YouTube. Just nice, <laughs> I just had, yeah, have uh, AJ doing uh, her flexibility to the Melina theme. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Next, we get Jamie mm-hmm. and her talent. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah if you want to call it that is turning men on yes now, as a man I really don't think it's that hard if you're like a fairly decent looking woman Yeah, but I'm not going to take that away from her because she then focused her sights on Mr. Striker. oh yeah Gave him a big smoochy smooch smoochy uh, smoochiest of the smooches smoochiest. <laughs> so I think technically she really just kind of shot her shot at Mad Stryker, and mm-hmm. I think it went well. Uh, next we have Caitlyn, and her skill was what the heck did she
1: say? She, uh, she was just gonna be an artist, and she was gonna That's do a, right. uh, a live painting. <laughs> yeah,
0: so she she drew a stick figure of. Vicky Guerrero, and so it was me, but uh the the line that made me die was
1: as she was painting it, Cole was like saying, "Oh I, I guess Caitlyn's draw- uh drawing a picture I want I hope one day that she can draw money <laughs> I was like damn
0: <laughs>
1: oh, oh Michael Cole. he was he's really on it today
0: <laughs> yeah, so Caitlin is like dead or switch all of her gears kind of to berating Vicky Guerrero mm-hmm. making her look bad and all that good stuff. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that was pretty cool, I guess, because it kind of adds to whatever character they're trying to make for her. So that worked to kind of get her over. Yeah. Um, And then up next, we got good old Maxine. Mm-hmm. And her talent was a pie for Hornswoggle, whom she then invited down to let him taste it. And it all went south because she was being snarky and she put some whipped cream on his face. Yeah. Hornswoggle wasn't having it. Tossed that pie straight <laughs> in her face. And scurried off. <laughs> yes. Oh, but dude, uh afterwards
1: when or actually I'll I'll save it to the end of this, but yeah, can continue, continue. I think that's the last one. Uh oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Then the uh striker does the WWE universe vote. Oksana got a, a really good pop. Mm-hmm. Naomi got mostly booze, which was Kind of weird. Hayden, man. Yeah. Where are they,
0: Topeka, Kansas? Hayden. Yeah. They don't
1: know nothing about bars in Topeka, Kansas, son. AJ got a uh, pretty good pop. Jamie got a mixed one. Caitlyn got actually a, a pretty big pop. Maxine got booze, but yeah, not as many as Naomi, which is really weird Hayden. still. <laughs> so yeah, Caitlyn is actually declared the winner, but then that means that she's tied with AJ with three victories. So Striker ends up calling both aj and uh caitlin up and then the universe has to decide the winner again to see who can break the tie and yeah caitlin got the bigger pop granted it probably wasn't fair since they were probably just still
0: still hot over like what she just did yeah so it's yeah, like yeah. wait a minute yeah yeah. <laughs> so, short end of the stick yeah <laughs> so caitlin yeah she wins and at this
1: point she earns immunity so she will be safe. She stole immunity.
0: She did. <laughs> Highway robbery. But, Shouldn't count.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but I think either in this segment or later on Cole makes a really good point that uh, because of this now she can actually have 100% focus going into her match with Vicky Guerrero, which I thought was pretty good analysis at that point.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that is really good, but at the same time it's Vic Guerrero, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, they wasn't trying to throw her in there with leader Trish Stratus. It was like, Vic Guerrero is not a wrestler. She's a voluptuous woman. Yes. Quote Michael
1: Cole. <laughs> it wasn't like our boy Heath Slater going up against Kane. Uh, <laughs> Definitely not.
0: Yeah, That's different circumstances.
1: Yeah. So, oh, the thing I was going to mention is after this, they do a slow-mo replay of maxine getting hit in the face with the pie and yeah swago really let her have it man <laughs>
0: like he was mad man yeah. she, she pushed him over in the wheelbarrow and i think he was like really upset about that you seen it in his face like hey man yeah you do that to me for. <laughs> <laughs> so this is his receipt man he slapped he basically slapped her in the face with a cookie like, with, or with a pie tin yeah like, yeah, yeah bam <laughs> awesome so yeah after that then we go
1: to a backstage promo with goldus and oksana they're still chatting about the million dollar title when a u.s immigration agent comes in mm-hmm. and starts uh you know talking to oksana about the status of her working visa then he tells her that she only has four weeks to get everything in order or else the deportation process will begin and yeah gold pretty much just comforts her saying that you know we'll figure something out together so they're definitely leading
0: up to something, something. I had uh, the best part about that uh, little mini segment was when the dude called her a Russian church status. Exactly.
1: I was like, <laughs> damn, he's a secret
0: wrestling mark. <laughs> yeah, he was smooth about it too. He yeah. in a Russian church status and <laughs> just dipped off. Oh, well, man. Are you Oksana? Yes,
1: I am. May I help you? Nick Papas, hmm? United States Immigration. I hear you've been contacted by my bureau about the status of your working visa.
0: Yes, I have been. J- me, j- Listen, you got four weeks to get your papers in order, or else the deportation proceedings will begin. Hold on just a minute. She's already been here a few years. She's been through numerous fitness competitions, and you mean to tell me this is just now coming up? Look, I don't care if she's a Russian, Tristratus. The law is the law. I'm not a Russian, but they do love Jewish.
1: Hmm. I'm sorry, but you must play by the rules.
0: No, no. no. Listen, it's going to be okay. I promise. We will take care of this together.
1: Well, if there is any US immigration agents, let us know if you're all hardcore WWE fans. I guess based on this guy. Of course they they are. They have to be. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. So after this, then we get a nice video recap of the whole rivalry between Caitlin and Vicky Guerrero and I think, yeah, they did a really good job with just the four weeks of uh, building up this storyline. They It's, you know, the most character driven storyline from all the rookie and diva. Uh, yeah, all the pairings, I should say. So, yeah, they've definitely done a good job of leading this up. And I think the point I forgot to mention last week is I really like the reasoning for it, because at this point. Or I should say last week, Caitlyn didn't know if she was going to be eliminated or not. So she figured might as well challenge Vicky now in case if I do get eliminated. So there's a reason why they're fighting. And I thought
0: that made sense. You know? Yeah. Better than just kind of like, yeah, we're going to fight. Yeah. You (laughs) know, do something like all willy nilly like that. They kind of built up to it. I feel like it was something they built up to that maybe didn't they didn't. Maybe they didn't know they were building up to. Mm -hmm. And it just naturally. Yeah. It got naturally over and took itself to uh, where it needed to go and had, you know, grew kind of grew its own legs. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty cool. Cause you got to think about it too, where
1: Caitlin wasn't even supposed to be on the show in the first place. So to how you just said, like, I think, yeah, they just naturally had really good chemistry together yeah. where Vicky's such a strong heel that she built Caitlin as like this strong baby
0: face in, in the making without even really going for it. You know, it's crazy. Cause I was just lurking on a, Caitlin's uh, Instagram page Uh And then she had like a picture Posted of her winning the Divas title Mm -hmm. And then um, It was a very long post And she was like this was 10 years ago Yada 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 Um, I got my start Last minute, it was like mm-hmm. I didn't know that I was gonna be on it. The show was called NXT at the time, and I'm sitting there reading it. I'm like, "Well, it's still called NXT now." Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> I digress. It, <laughs> it was a reality competition show. I was like, "Whoa, you're talking about what we're talking yeah, about." Yeah, yeah. So it was. It was
1: pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, another shout out recently with the uh, the ten year anniversary that happened after we started recording that episode was. It was pretty cool on SmackDown. If you saw that episode, it was Daniel Bryan versus our boy Heath Slater. And it was pretty much the the Friday before the 10-year anniversary. So I wonder if they actually had done that on purpose or if it was just totally accidental that they set it up It might that. have
0: been an accident since they were they were already kind of running a program with each other. Mm, okay. So maybe maybe it was accident. They didn't even really notice, but
1: shout out. Yeah. So I was like, wow. Our boys, 10 years later, are still working together. And I, I thought that was a really cool moment.
0: I know, That's pretty crazy. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, after commercial, then we get our main event match of the evening, which is the highly rivaled... <laughs> highly anticipated <laughs> battle between pro and rookie. Or I should say the pairing of the pro and rookie with Caitlin going up against Bicky Guerrero. So as soon as we come back from commercial break, it was... <sighs>
0: I, I am, am perfection. 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 I didn't even like think about it. I was like, "Oh, look at her! She's making her entrance." And then Caitlyn made her entrance, and I was like, "That ain't the song." She. Be- oh, that's right. Yeah, you were, you're using that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ha, 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 I can't do that. Huh?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so uh, again, we've already marked out on Ziggler's
0: theme song. <laughs> He's <early. laughs> so bronze yeah. his hair oh, yeah. is so <laughs> blonde. Like, like, what is going on? Golden man, <laughs> more golden than gold dust. Really, <laughs> man. Like gold dust just needs to go kidnap Dolph Ziggler at this point, and just get all oh, the yeah. most gold stuff. <laughs> just collect everything. And I think what well, Ziggler's intercontinental champion. Yeah,
1: he was the IC champion still at this point. Perfection. <laughs> so as yeah, so, I uh, as I mentioned, this is the first pro versus rookie pairing match of season three. I believe the first one ever was uh, MVP going up against our boy. Our truth going up against uh Mr. David Otunga. That was the first rookie oh. rookie versus uh pro
0: as far as like the pairings. Like oh. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: What's up? What's up?
0: Because the actual first rookie versus pro was Jericho and Brian. Yes. Yes, that is correct. Yeah, Judas.
1: <laughs> Judas. Judas in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Starting off this matchup, Vicky keeps doing the same thing that she did in previous competitions where uh, she just starts doing jumping jacks and stretches and, of course, just building up that good old heel heat Oh, yeah,
0: man. Like, when I seen how long the match was, I was like, ah, I know we're getting here. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to get some build, we're going to get some theatrics, and we're going to get that crowd right behind Mm Caitlyn. And, I
1: mean, it works to a T because Mm -hmm. automatically, as soon as she does more than a minute of these stretches like the crowd is getting restless and they're starting booing her and anything like literally the first offensive move in this match is that caitlin finally hits a drop toe
0: hole on her and gets a huge pop because of how much because she finally assaulted her yeah yeah yeah. And the, the crowd was built up to it and they got that release finally yes you hit her yeah <laughs> so at that point then vicky and caitlin start slapping each other <laughs> and
1: vicky actually uh goes out to the outside and pulls Caitlyn out by her hair out to the outside and starts ramming her on the uh, a barricade. I thought it was a good job because, yeah, the way that she pulled her out from her hair, it looked pretty vicious. And even the crowd got like a reaction from uh, from that spot. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know at what point it was in the match, but I think like Vicky was attacking Caitlyn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Caitlin like turns to Dolph and is like, Dolph, help. Oh, yeah, I was yeah, like yeah you're not supposed to play that up just yet
1: yeah yeah, yeah. no i i caught that too <laughs> but when uh when they go back into the ring yeah like vicky remains in control and actually i i had here that yeah i think she did a really good job doing all these fundamental moves or she was just kind of doing rest holds or doing that's that that big person spot when they kind of just step on them as they're like holding onto the ropes yeah but the way like how we were just saying very fundamental
0: but Vicky was just drawing so much heat at that point that it 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 totally worked. And she could have did anything. She could have stepped on her toe to crowd with a booter. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Once you get to that point where you're super over, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, yeah, I think they did a really good job just
1: getting the crowd into the whole matchup, even with these fundamental moves. So Caitlin actually hits a really nice body slam on Vicky to kind of like get herself back into the match. And then yeah, in the closing sequence of the match, then Vicky starts yelling at Ziggler from the outside for some reason, saying to help her, and uh, she pretty much distracts herself, and Caitlyn just rolls her up into a schoolgirl pin and gets the victory at five oh one. So yeah, I think it was a, um, I think it was a decent match for what it was. They definitely, of course, a little bit limited based on Caitlyn's experience in the ring and same thing with Vicky. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of interesting on like who technically would lead the match at this point since they're both about the same. But mm-hmm. I would guess that Vicky was leading this match just based on her experience. she's to heal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why
0: she led the match for sure. hmm
1: So, yeah, after the match, then Caitlyn tries to celebrate with Ziggler after the match. And uh, Ziggler's kind of like, oh, no, I'm, I'm cool. I'm just going to go attend to Vicky. But at this point, Vicky is super irate and just ends up storming out the ring. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, after that, we go to commercial break. And this is the big moment where it's the first elimination of the season. Very similar format to previous seasons where all six rookies are lined up next to the ring. And Stryker mentions that, yeah, everyone except Caitlyn is uh, up for elimination since she earned immunity earlier tonight. And the WWE Universe and Pro's votes have been tallied. Ooh we have in our pros poll last week we had i believe maxine i believe we had maxine yeah Yeah. we had maxine i think it was between maxine and jamie yeah so yeah we will uh kind of play the clip here to kind of build up the anticipation
0: but for the rest of you
1: the tension mounts the universe has cast their votes the pros have cast their votes Let's find out which rookie diva will be eliminated <laughs> who's it gonna be?
0: Jamie Keys Jamie say your goodbyes
1: and yes <laughs> on the big screen they reveal that Jamie Keys is the first one eliminated. It was kind of weird. They cut to a shot of the Bella Twins, and I don't know if it was Nikki or Brie that was on the floor for some reason. So they were upset, but it didn't feel right. It felt like there was no reason for one of them to be on the floor
0: because that's not their character. Maybe they just didn't know. Yeah. Because, like... Jamie's reaction and like she almost looked like she wanted to cry. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't think they told them who was gonna get eliminated. And
1: and afterwards, yeah, the promo that she hit, it it definitely felt like she was super emotional about mm-hmm. it. And yeah, so she says, uh, she cuts a pretty big baby face promo, thanking the Bellas and all the uh, WWE universe, and she even wishes the rest of the rookies good luck. And yeah, I think this is the first time too that. She
0: uh she doesn't leave the ring compared to
1: previous seasons where
0: Yeah, it was awkward. It's like yeah, when yeah. you get eliminated, you usually leave and then, but no, they keep her there and they're like, Yeah, let's see what happened next week. And yeah. she's just like clapping, like, but I'm not gonna be here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so yeah, I think you were right.
1: I I think they generally just really didn't know who was gonna be sent home and from the fun fact that I will say on the next episode, there is a specific reason for that. <laughs> but uh, tune in to the next one to figure that out. Uh. So, yeah, I uh, I didn't have too many facts this week. The only one is, yeah, the that this is, was indeed the first WWE.com broadcast. And they're really hyping up more of the replays that they'll show. Yeah, like the
0: on-demand mm-hmm. thing they were talking about. Yeah. It's
1: begun. Yeah. So they're definitely hyping that up where that you can watch the live stream or you can watch the um the on demand version which will have um live live chat as well where you can kind of react and I think they they only tried this out for a couple of weeks until they just mentioned that it was just going to be on demand the next day. Uh low engagement probably. Probably. <laughs> All right. Um scores yeah, uh, you can kick us off and then I'll tell you my commentary. Got
0: you. So commentary for me, although Michael Cole was in his pocket with the gems mm-hmm. of uh, snarkiness. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I went I, I actually went three across the board. Mm, OK, because I felt like this episode almost kind of sets the tone for what your kind of average episode this season mm feels like had a a lot of um competitions yeah uh a a short match and in a very gimmicky match Mm, so i think i just like the the way that this episode worked for me was just very it seems like almost like a template for like all right this is kind of like like we got our groove we're now on a different like platform for what we're coming on this is what it's going to be like so like they started the, the show off with people on the stage. So I guess that made sense as to why they didn't have pyro, mm-hmm. but I almost feel like this is kind of like, I don't know, but it just seems like it might be the precursor for like not having pyro mm-hmm. for like the lower grade type of show that this is. Cause it's, you know, it's not on network television anymore. Exactly. So like, you know, it almost seems like you can start to kind of like see like where it's going to start to level out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No, that's a very good point. And,
1: definitely something i will bring up (laughs) Mm -hmm. so yeah i kind of feel the same way about commentary i did end up scoring it probably the highest at a at a four okay just because kind of how you just mentioned where this is the first one Mm -hmm. that is exclusive to uh the dot-com era where i think even though that they've already been playing this up since the beginning of the season where Josh and Cole are more freeform where they don't really have to follow Vince or whoever's uh, mm-hmm. pr- producing the show. but i I felt like they felt even more natural in mm-hmm. this broadcast where I think it's because of that reason that they're not on TV anymore that they're even more freeform than ever. And you can definitely tell by uh, Cole's snarkiness throughout this <laughs> whole thing that you can definitely tell he was just ab- living a lot of things based on how quick he was with his uh, remarks. Mm-hmm. But kind of the same thing i I think they did a good job of where the complaints i had about the season premiere episode where it didn't feel like they hyped up the the factor that it was the season premiere Mm -hmm. i think they did a good job here the commentary team anyway i think they did a good job of hyping up that this was uh an important episode because it was the first elimination gotcha so i think that's why i scored it a little bit higher because i found them entertaining but i also think they did a good job of sticking to the concept of the the show at that point nice uh so for me i yeah i gave the matches a 2.5 just because of the shortness of it but i did appreciate the effort by all the all the women tonight too because how you mentioned like it's a perfect summary where it's a short match and there was a very gimmicky match Mm -hmm. but i think it was perfect for what vicky and caitlin could do for a main event match after building up that whole feud the whole time. so Yeah,
0: that's kind of why I went, uh, you know, like I said, I got threes across mm-hmm. the board. That's that's why I kind of had the three here. Yeah. Just because I thought, I mean, as much as the matches were like really average in mm-hmm. nature. Yeah. But I, I thought that just what they were doing with Vicky and um and Caitlyn mm-hmm. kept it. To where I wasn't gonna go below like average. Yeah. Like they already got to two <laughs> yeah. for having two whole matches. And I give them that extra point of just getting to three because I, I like the way that that um the Caitlin Vicky match played out. As he- as cliche and like you can see everything coming a mile away with the match. I thought that they played it almost to perfection to like, you know, for given how green Vicky is mm-hmm. and how green Caitlin was at the time. I, I like the way that that one play, played out.
1: Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I think the, the part of it too, is that there isn't as many pairing. I, I'm trying to find the right word. There isn't as many pairing storylines going on with this season compared to previous ones either. So I think that's the other thing where I scored it a little bit lower because the Vicky and Caitlin feud is uh, is built up where it's their blow off match. And there isn't too, much, too many other feuds to look forward to when you really think think about it because the only other program going on is Goldust and Oksana mm. compared to when you look back at previous seasons, right off the bat, we had Miz and Daniel Bryan in like a storyline. Then you had David Otunga and R-Truth in the storyline you had CM Punk and Darren Young in the storyline. Versus here, we only really had Caitlyn versus Vicky. Yeah. And then uh, when you look at the other ones, you're like, okay, AJ and Primo aren't really doing anything. Jamie just got eliminated and she really didn't do anything with uh, the Bella Twins. Uh, Fox and Maxine haven't really done anything. So this is your blow-off feud, and
0: then what's next at this point? That's a good point, because yeah. like I, I was thinking about that while I was watching the episode. I was like, why is it just a Goldust and Oxana and then Caitlin and what's her name, you know, have storylines like nobody else exactly. Yeah, yeah. like we're not y'all not doing nothing, yeah, no animosity. (laughs) Like, what happened to to Maxine hating AJ? Like, is that cool now? Like, we don't really care no more. Yeah, I don't know.
1: So, hopefully, they yeah, they pick up more on future feuds because at this point it's already the blow off and we're only four episodes in. So mm-hmm. hopefully we build something out, especially now that we lost Jamie, we're starting to like wind down on the amount of people we can use week mm-hmm. to week.
0: And then we already started off with less mm-hmm, exactly than, uh, than the previous two seasons. So we'll see. Yeah. So yeah, at, at that point, I think that's what I
1: kind of factored in with my production. So I gave it a three. I was actually going to give it a 3.5 because I really like the promos the video packages that they had this week, but I had to give them a half point less because of the QA mistake
0: from so did I. I just (laughs) changed my score right now because I thought that it was a I thought that it was a Comcast error. Yeah. (laughs) But apparently it's a network error. So hey, that one goes from three down to 2.5. Yeah, yeah. So I had given it
1: originally a 3.5, but I just lowered it to a three to average everything out. So and for me, yeah, entertainment was a 3.5 just because kind of everything that I mentioned where I think they did a good job of pacing this episode and especially for it to be the first elimination. They did a good balance of making that important, but also making the episode pretty fun to to watch.
0: Mm -hmm. And then um, I gave this one that three because I feel like this is going to. Pretty much kind of set my benchmark mm-hmm. for the rest of this season. Yeah. I'll look back at uh, this episode kind of like for inspiration on. Right, right. You know, kind of where they where they stand or how well the episode did or maybe how well it didn't do. Because, I mean, no offense to them, I don't expect too much from the in-ring competition. Yeah. So, like, that's not going to be a big, like, criteria. But, like, you know, this, this one did get a three in matches. So anything, like. Mm -hmm. below this or above this is kind of like where my benchmark is
1: all right so with our combined scores we gave this episode a 3.1 which yeah that's actually not too bad compared to the uh the previous ones and yeah i don't know why our score is acting all up but trust me it is uh it is there yeah (laughs) Yeah. Ah, it's there. <laughs> so it's a 3.1 which yeah, I I think that actually makes sense given how we've uh, scored it differently in the different categories, but yeah, I especially compared to the previous episode where it was there was no wrestling at all. I mean, yeah, the, no the, this it's uh definitely an improvement right off the this bat. This is
0: dope <laughs> compared to that. Like this is fine. This is a nice like av- like the the you know, like you said, like our score is kind of reflected what the episode kind of was. Like mm-hmm. you got an average score overall ish. And that's kind of how, you know, it kind of played out in certain areas. So, yeah, I think this was a good episode. Yeah, it was, I, it was a good one. I
1: liked it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Probably one of my favorite ones since we started this season. So
0: really, really well done. It was cohesive. Yes. It was, it was a nice, cohesive episode. Nice. Hold up.
1: so that does it for this episode and the uh, next episode preview we have in the main event we have AJ going up against Oksana which I think is uh sounds like a really good matchup because when you think about the dynamics that we were just talking about where Oksana seems to be improving week to week Mm -hmm. not only in ring but just in her character that uh going up against AJ with all the selling that she does and with her uh, flexibility from this episode, oh, then, talent, yeah, then
0: uh, it should be a, an interesting pairing for uh, the main event. Yeah, between her like trained skills and clearly her god given talents and flexibility, and then Oksana's kind of getting over with the gold dust thing, so you know she's learning. Mm-hmm. Um, you could tell that you know it 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 kind of seems like she's more confident. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. like I think you know that uh on paper that's a good matchup for both of them because AJ keep her looking like a million bucks and an Oxana could, you know, throw her weight around. And I, I think it'll be a good one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's kind of interesting too, how they've given the rookie divas a lot more in ring time this season, where I feel like the pros haven't gotten into any of the matches as much compared to previous seasons, you know?
0: Yeah. It seems like with this one, since they know they kind of plucked them from FCW a little too early, mm. they're giving them the, the in ring like, Showcase to really keep working on what they need to keep working on.
1: Yeah, because I think what we had brought up before. I think from the initial six, Naomi probably had the most in ring. You can see it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You could definitely see it in the way that she moves and wrestles and just everything about her. Like compared to everybody else, like she's honestly light years above all of them. Like when it comes to in ring performance. Yeah. No, definitely agree. Marshall sounds like an SOS. Holy whack! on lyrical lyrics, Andre. Bill. Let's go. Bitches and gentlemen, it's showtime. Hurry, hurry, step right up. Introducing the star of our show. Hurry, hurry, his name is Washa. You up. wouldn't want to be anywhere else in the world right now. So without further ado, I bring to you Washa.
1: Cool. So that will do it for this episode. I, uh, yeah, I don't really have too much. I would just say that for some reason, if you just started tuning in, we have a backlog of episodes to tune into where we covered season one and season two. We also just put up a bonus episode of the 10-year anniversary of NXT. And we also just put up a, uh, re- a, a short recap video on our YouTube, kind of uh, doing a buy the numbers video as well. So we definitely are proud of that video. So if you wanted to give us a like and comment on it, we would really appreciate it. Did you? Uh, do you
0: have anything for you? I do. Um, just uh, another shout out to Botz Battles, Battle of the mm-hmm. Zay. Nice. We're pretty much the NXT of the <laughs> uh, of the of the Bay Area battle rap scene. So, shout out to them. Nice, cool. So that will do it for your your primo over here. Ah, <laughs> and,
1: and your boy. And we will see you next time. Ah. What are you, a Scorpio guy? <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs>